Hey there, Pottawatomie County. Today's episode is brought to you by the Countywide and Sun. The Countywide and Sun is your locally owned source of local news. Every Thursday, you'll find the latest in Pottawatomie County news, sports, and business in our paper, delivered alongside your mail. Subscriptions start at just $25 per year, including both paper delivery and full access to our online edition. If you haven't already, you can start your subscription today by visiting us online at www.countywidenews.com. Hello, everyone, and thanks for tuning in to the Countywide and Sun News and Fun. I'm your host, Alex Sloan, reporter at the Countywide and Sun. This week, we'll speak to Greg Merlin from Claybird Sports in Shawnee. He'll tell us about their upcoming, but weather dependent, winter championships. But first, let's get to a quick and unusual news update. If you're listening to this episode the week it premieres, there's a good chance there's snow everywhere and a bone-chilling cold outside. The National Weather Service forecast has Pottawatomie County with a chance of snow until at least Wednesday. Temperatures may well drop to the single digits or below, and they aren't projected to get much warmer until the weekend. And as the snow rolled in over the weekend, emergency management departments across the county rushed to prepare. The City of Shawnee announced via Facebook that the 24-hour Winter Weather Response Plan has been activated. The post indicates that city employees will be spreading salt and clearing snow routes, but advises residents to remain home as much as possible and to exercise extreme caution when traveling. Tecumseh Emergency Management has been monitoring the situation and providing weather updates via their Facebook page. A link to that page has been included in the episode description. Pottawatomie County Emergency Management Director Chad Larman said he's working with municipal emergency managers to ensure that everyone has the resources needed to combat the winter storm. Larman said Thursday, county road crews will be prepared to begin clearing roads as soon as it is safe to begin doing so. While there are public meetings on the books for this week, it is unclear as of the time of this recording whether or not the meetings will proceed on Tuesday as scheduled. Due to the winter weather, listeners planning on attending these meetings are encouraged to check the entity's website for updates and make sure the meeting is proceeding before heading out. The Pottawatomie County Board of Commissioners are scheduled to consider a number of expenditures this week, including two for Tecumseh and Wanette Public Schools. Wanette is scheduled to open and award bids for a 2020 or newer ag truck and Tecumseh Public Schools may receive an additional $35,000 in funds towards their ag barn. The board is scheduled to meet on February 16th at 1 p.m. Shawnee's Board of City Commissioners is also scheduled to meet on Tuesday. Their meetings are held at Shawnee City Hall and begin at 6 p.m. This week, the board is scheduled to consider the purchase of 15 Dodge Charger Police Pursuit Sedans for a total of $325,025. For more information on these meetings or on the latest happenings in Pottawatomie County, visit us online at www.countywidenews.com. Mm-hmm.
This week, we wanted to learn more about Claybird Sports and their upcoming winter championship. Yeah, my name is Greg Merlin. I am the club pro at Claybird Sports out on the southernmost tip of the Shawnee Twin Lakes. Claybird Sports and the Shawnee Trap Shooting Club share a space out near the Shawnee Twin Lakes. That is correct. You know, the Trap Shooting Club actually came first. Um, and at one time we were all one big club and it just became evident that there needed to be two governing bodies on site. So, you know, we kind of split the two clubs apart and everyone's got their own section and their own governing body. And that we found that that really is what works best for the, the facility, so. Now, if you're surprised to learn that shooting trap and sporting clays were not synonyms, don't worry, you're not alone. Okay, so in the US, there's really three major clay target sports. You've got trap, skeet, and sporting clays. Uh, trap is essentially one machine set out at about 16 yards that oscillates back and forth. And so it, it throws a target within a given parameter at a specified distance. Um, and they're all classified based on how many you're shooting out of 100. There's different classes, A, B, C, D, and it goes down descending. So an A-class shooter is better than a D-class shooter. Mm -hmm. um, skeet operates the same way with the classification. Skeet is you've got a high house and a low house, and they throw crossing targets um, for the most part. Skeet is something that we do not have at the club. Um, historically, trap shooters and skeet shooters aren't the same people. So <laughs> it, back when these clubs were built, they, they, you know, you either had a skeet club or a, or a trap club. And hence, that's why the two different clubs now is it you've got each specified game that has its aficionados within the sport. And they're not really interested in getting outside of that particular game too much. You know, the, they get their equipment. You know, a trap gun is something that really it could be shot with the other games, but they get really heavily specified and uh, customized. So, you know, most, most often everybody goes and tries the three sports and then they kind of gravitate towards the one they want. Uh, sporting clays, which is what we do, is essentially golf with a shotgun. There are a wide variety of potential shots in a sporting clays course, but Merlin gave us a basic breakdown of what to expect. So there's 10 stations. It's got two machines per station and all sporting clays is pairs. There's two types of pairs of targets. There's a report pair where we're going to press the target number one. Uh, when you shoot at or when the gun goes off, we're going to press target number two. So it's on report. The other type of pair in sporting clays is a true pair or simul simultaneous or sim pair, simul pair. There's several different names for it, but we call them true pairs around Oklahoma. Uh, so those, that's where both targets are going to go off at the exact same time. So, and then we're normally shooting a hundred bird event on 10 stations. You're shooting five pairs on every station. Merlin said one of the draws of sporting clays versus the other types of competitive shotgun events is that each course is a unique experience. The, the thing with sporting clays that people don't always understand is you know, trap and skeet, you can go to any club in the country and those targets are going to be relegated to the regulations in the rule book. So you go to, let's say Amarillo, well, Amarillo skeet's going to be throwing the exact same style target that an Oklahoma City or Shawnee 
or any of those clubs might throw. Um, Sporting clays is set by course designers like myself, where we go out, we move the machines and set up the course every time for new tournaments. So each month we've got brand new targets. So it's kind of like you, you can go to the club once a month and shoot at different clays. On February 20th, Claybird Sports is scheduled to host their winter championship. Okay, yeah, the winter championship is one of 13 NSCA shoots that we have this year. Uh, NSCA stands for the National Sporting Clays Association. Um, so they're sanctioned tournaments nationally where people can just shoot against people of their same ability. So it's a nationally sanctioned tournament. So in order to compete in it, you'd have to be a member of the NSCA. Um, that's really not a problem because we give away, give away free memberships every year. So if that's something somebody's interested in, they can just come out to the club on that day or call or text me the week of, and we'll try to get them a free membership and get them an opportunity. Um, not to mention, you can also shoot in what's called hunter class. Um, hunter classes, it costs the same amount. It's the same $60 entry fee, but you can just come and, you know, see the tournament and see what goes on. So to be clear, Hunter class shooters do not have to be members, but there's a chance if you turn up, you'll get a free membership. So what we have is we have three different events at this tournament. We've got a main event, we've got a hoop course event, and we've got a 20 gauge event. That's three different 100 target events. You can, order, you can enter one, two, or three of the events, not a big deal. Um, I don't know if I said entry fee, but entry fee is $60 for each 100 target event. Um, as far as guns, uh, everybody brings their own gun to, to tournaments. Um, on practice weekends when we're open to the public, we do have a few small limited availability of rental guns if that's something somebody wants to try. Merlin encourages new shooters to come out to the facility and said lessons are available for beginners. Contact information for the club has been included in the episode description. Merlin said anyone wanting to set up lessons can contact him through the website. Lessons are $50 an hour, um, and then you're going to be responsible for your clay target fees and ammo on top of that. So, okay. But I do, it, it sounds high, but I'm probably one of the cheapest instructors in the state. And what I found is, is it really saves folks a lot of wasted money and ammo and targets. <laughs> right, they, no. just, they just don't, you don't know what you don't know. Mm -hmm. And so starting off with an instructor means you're going to start out without any bad habits for the most part. So it, it can, if it's something you want to be, you know, semi-serious about and have fun with, uh, it's definitely even just going to any instructor, not even just myself, you know, any instructor is going to be better than no instructor. But right. You're also more than welcome to, you know, if Uncle Fred can really shoot well and bring him out and him teach you, that's fine, too. As long as you guys are safe, we don't have an issue. So. And if you aren't necessarily looking to compete, the facilities are open to the public during non-competition weekends for casual practice. Sure. I mean, we're a public facility, and so we don't have any required membership to come and participate. The only thing you've got to do to participate is to not be a felon uh, because guns and felons don't mix. And then we're gonna need you to sign a waiver and a rules release when you, when you come on site. Mm -hmm. um, as far as practice rates, um, we're 
at $35 for 100 targets on practice. Or we also have a, a half course option, which is 50 targets for $20. Um, if you've got new kids, uh, just, you know, just begin and just firing those first shots. We've got a couple of stations we can set up for kids uh, to come and we can do that by the hour or by the target, um, either one. We just kind of quote that on whatever the customer is looking for. If you are looking to participate in the tournament, Claybird Sports can be found near the intersection of Hardesty and Patterson. But keep an eye on the weather and check for updates on their website. Merlin said these competitions are weather dependent to an extent. Uh, with precipitation, just doesn't usually happen. Right. Um, we, we would normally end up canceling it if we, if we had a bunch of wet stuff on the ground or if it was just going to be driving rain. Mm -hmm. um, just because there's just enough opportunities here in the Midwest to shoot that nobody wants to shoot when it wouldn't get rained on. Not to say that you can't shoot in the rain. It's just people choose not to and it limits attendance. So. so if the weather clears and you want to try your hand at sporting clays, head down to the Shawnee Twin Lakes and ask for Mr. Martin. That's all we have time for this week, but tune in next week for more. We hope you're enjoying the show, and we'd love your feedback. If you have the time to leave a review of the podcast on the platform that you're currently listening on, that's great. Otherwise, you can send me your thoughts directly using the email address provided in the episode description. If you haven't followed us on social media yet, the episode description is also a great place to find links to our accounts. We post all our new episodes to Facebook and Twitter, so following us there is a great way to stay in the know. And if you'd like to directly support this podcast by sponsoring an episode, contact Countywide and Sons publisher, Susie Campbell. Our advertisers will never influence our editorial, but they do make projects like this podcast possible. Thanks so much for tuning in. We hope everyone's staying warm, and we'll see you next week. Thank you.